But today we talk about sitting deliberately. Sorry to be the、uh, <laughs> the opposite of what we see here. Sitting deliberately.、Uh, why don't we begin、uh, with a word of prayer? Let us pray, dearly Father. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this time, Lord. Bless us in your very word and grant us protection in the midst of all the temptations that we face. Lord, we know that you are the true King, the one who died and rose for us. That with With hearts of repentance, O、oh、Lord, you you give us great rest in the absolution, the forgiveness of your sin, of our sins.、Uh, bless us this day and lead us in your word. Sanctify us in your truth. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Hebrews ten, as we、uh, go along here, ten twenty six and twenty seven. Here, as you remember the context here、uh, of twenty six and twenty seven. Of verse twenty-five, of drawing together, right as the day draws near, to come together to hear God's word, to receive,、uh, just like the early church did, right,、uh, the fellowship uh, of of the congregation,、uh, of hearing the apostles' teachings, of breaking bread together.、Uh, this is what they were called to do, encouraging one another in this way as the days would draw near. Now.、Um, This is the the tension that we face,、uh, as the Hebrew、uh, Christians、uh, would also face in the midst of. Again, we've been talking about the Old Testament sacrifices, but also persecution.、Uh, this is what they are facing this day, and the temptations that are at hand. Verse twenty six and twenty seven. If someone could read that for me. All right. So, what does sitting deliberately mean? Deliberate. All right.、Um, Marjorie's getting down to the nitty gritty quickly. <laughs> I'm still in the slow lane, always. <laughs> I'm always like, oh, you first, you first, you first. Anyways, uh, uh, but no repentance, of course. Uh, but what is sinning deliberately, and that's definitely a, a major part of it. But what else can we say, just generally, about sinning deliberately? Continuing to purposefully, purposely, on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> It's knowing what you're about to do is wrong, but still going ahead and doing it. Right. Yes. Yes. So、uh, I know Marjorie would bring up the the、uh, the, the, the the true picture, but. Just on the surface, it's on purpose, knowing that it's wrong, but you're actually saying, "Who cares? I'm, I'm my own little god, and I'm going to do it." Uh, uh, Don, <laughs> you said something. You said awareness. Awareness, awareness of. Oh, that's like、uh, yeah. I remember in political science, I learned that, right? Malice, right?、Uh, that premeditative, you know. In, in political science, we learned about、uh, premeditated murder and all that. Not learned about that, but about the law. Anyways, but、uh, malice, a fourth eye, and this is a picture of sinning deliberately. Now, what's the what's the difference? Now this is the picture of, as we heard in the in the gospel reading today, of the picture of darkness, that they wander into darkness and basically dwell in it without light. Now, what about us? Are we 
I mean, when we talk about sinning deliberately, when we sin, what's, what are we doing when we sin? Um, is it just like, oh, well, all right, whatever, you know, I live as I please? What, what does our sin look like? And I think this is a kind of a big hint. Well, we Not repent. no repentance, but... We repent and we do, we turn away from that sin. We do everything we can to not repeat that sin. Help us, dear Lord, right? Mm-hmm. To turn from this sin. So is sin a, oh well, or is sin a... It's a struggle, right? And, and struggle, what I mean is, as Don said, we are aware of the true struggle that is before us, right? And uh, there in this life of faith, uh, what do we do? We, we repent. And that is, that is not your work. That is of the faith. That is knowing that we are by contrition, right? That sorrowful sitting against God, that we have sinned against God. And this is where we repent. Now, again, sitting deliberately is what the Hebrew writer is cautioning because uh, he knows what those that fa- he knows that with those that are in the habit of some not getting together and encouraging one another, this is a possible danger. When we stop hearing God's word and getting together, what happens? The- you slip. You, you forget. You fall back on your old ways. Yeah. Um, but there, as we are disconnected from the word, let's say, sin becomes just endemic, and and we have that sense of oh well, you know, oh well, oh you know, and then soon enough we become our own truth, our own way, and we go on our own way. And this is this is the uh, the caution that the Hebrew writer is really telling the people is that it's not just going to church. Do you, do you understand? It's not like, oh, you know, if you view the church as just checking in and checking out, that's not what the church is. The church is where we hear the word as God works on us, right? Uh, and he roots this uh, faith in us by the work of the Holy Spirit through that very word that points us uh, to the life-saving message of the gospel in the midst of our sin. Now, when we stop hearing God's word, that is kind of like that water, right, um, um, on the plant, which at home we have three now, one succulent and two plants from the planting party that the kids go out in the morning before school to garden. <laughs> it's the water, two little pot plants, and we start laughing because it's like, we're trying, Lord. We're trying. <laughs> the succulent is staying alive, by the way. It's all tall. I have to put like this bamboo wood thing to keep it so from falling down. That's right. That's right. But see, when we don't give them water, what happens? They die. When we don't have the water of God's word that waters us, uh, there we will die. And this is the progression. Right. Um, And that's why false teaching. Why is that the most dangerous thing for the church? So the couple of weeks ago when we say, if I only believe in eight commandments, then what happens, what happens to this? It's, 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 a great, it's a great tragedy that we would forego the word of God for our own ways. So you think you're going to get a plea deal in heaven? I did watch Dave, 
48 hours last night, and uh, they did get a plea deal, but they still went to life in prison. But the point is, is that uh, uh, this, is, this, is, this is the danger, friends. You know, I, I can't hide behind my morality and say all is good, or he or she is a good person. Like, that doesn't do. Right? We could say that and rest on our good laurels, but at the end of the day, this is the, the inherent danger that is at hand. That's why when I tell people, come to church, go to church, it's not just check off the box. It's, this, is, this is the danger, right? Uh, and, and, and people go say, oh, well, they're good people. You know, they believe in God, and they haven't been in church, and all these things, and it's okay. Really, this is what is at stake here. And that's why uh, being the church, keeping doing what we're doing, proclaiming the truth, uh, th- this, is, this is our life, right? Um, and that's why I think uh, today as we see people here today in one service, is just a, a great reminder of that. Like, this is what we do, right? And, and this is how we proceed together um, um, in, in, in the water, in the word, the gospel of Christ. So uh, as we see right here in your notes, uh, yes. Uh, what does it mean to sin deliberately? If someone could read Hebrews 3.12 real quick. 3.12. Someone do that for me. 3.12. Hebrews. Is this bothering you? Well, you might mute yourself. Oh, all right. I love to bother you, Jeff. Uh, Hebrews 3.12. Hebrews 3.12. Yeah. Is, is none of, are we immune to that, you think? No. You know? You know, tell me, you guys, when we talk about God's word in our life, uh, let's say you, had, you look back at your life and there was a while when you stopped hearing God's word just for a little bit or you were kind of going on your own kind of prodigal ways. Uh, you know, what was really happening there? What was really happening and I think for myself, oh yes, I confess that this day. For myself, uh, it was a dark time. I mean, my human self said, all is well. I have everything I've dreamed of, literally. Everything I've dreamed of in my life to puzzle piece it together. But at the end of the day, I was in the darkest moments of my life. Now, again, you know, when we talk about this spiritual reality, uh, this is what's happening. And we can cover it up with all the dressings we want. Mayonnaise, a ranch, or barbecue, or, ch- or, or Cholula, tapatio, you know, all of them, right? <laughs> but it doesn't change the fact that sin is as we deliberately do. It, it is still there without, uh, without, in a sense, this life of faith. And, and this is the picture, right? So the, the writer is really taking caution to the wind, saying, this is what's happening. Now, um, Hebrews 10.25 there, we should uh, we'll talk about gathering together. As you look in your notes, we should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching and hear his word, but hold it sacred and hear it and learn it. So that's third commandment stuff, right? To gladly hear and learn the word of God. To come to service, come to Bible study, study, read God's word on your own in your personal devotions. This is the place to which uh, uh, we uphold this third commandment. And again, the commandments are good, right? They're good for you. But commandments can also seen as a little kid as, as broccoli everywhere. And you're like, I don't want to do broccoli. Uh, oh, is that a good analogy? Mm-hmm. Ashley likes that one. 
I don't want to do broccoli. Yeah, I, I want to do the candy, right? Um, and uh, little do we know how the candy will rot us to death. Um, and, and this is what God is, is showing us in the third commandment. It, it's, the word is good, right? Um, and, and that's what we, uh, that, this is everything to us. So as you see right there in the notes, the secure sinner has no regard to the word and will of God. What does secure sinner mean? Secure sinner. Secure sinner. Ignorant, okay, good. Anything else? Secure sinner. Like I'm... Would it be somebody who thinks they're okay? You know, like God will understand. We're, I'm, I'm good with God. We, we've got a good relationship. And he has no true knowledge of what depths he really is in. So there's no, uh, no contrition. No sorrow for what they've done. It's no basically what they're believing is wrong. Yeah, or just a complete rejection of being blind to the word of God saying, oh, I hear you, but no, I'm going to live this way, right? So again, that secure sinner is like, uh, it's okay. You know, I know what you're saying, but I'm good, right? And this is where the secure sinner says, I could do this myself. I need no one else but, but me, right? And here we see, uh, the great caution of what that becomes, and that is sinning deliberately. You know, for us, it's a struggle. You know, Christian life isn't all sunshine and rainbows and cotton candy. Cotton candy. I still wonder why they sell it so much at the stadium. It's like six bucks for a, a cotton candy that's full of air. It's probably the greatest business move ever. Anyways, but the point is... <laughs> Probably is. But the point is, is this is the great deception, right? Baseball. It's season of baseball, remember, guys? We're starting. Angels are one and two. But we're, in, we're getting there. Anyways, but uh, um, I know we're Dodger Town here still. Dodger Town here, I know. But here we see uh, the results. What is that? But a fearful expectation of judgment and a fury of fire that will consume the adversary. So this is the, this is the result. The fiery, you know, as we always talk about it, the... the, the you know, well, we, it, it's almost as if we see this burning house and people who are sitting deliberately are just running to this burning house. Uh, and we as Christians are saying, you know, so this is... People, when you share the gospel with them, you talk, you talk about salvation, they say, saved from what? Where do I need to get saved from? That's a secure center. You start talking about hell, and they're like, yeah, and the Bible says right here, clearly, right? So there, there's a lot at stake. You know, I look at my kids, and that's, again, I know academics are important. They're very important. But this is always my main thing for them is my prayer, is their, is their salvation, is their faith. Um, this is the focus always on my, on my... I always preface it with academics are important too, but this is very important when it comes to the faith because we know what's at, at hand here. And we know the judgment. There is no going around that. We, we cannot hallmark it and just put a good platitude on it. This is, this is what's at stake. So it's a very urgent call, the writer is saying to the people here, uh, because this is the result. This is the consequence, right? Uh, verse tw- and that's why we uphold to the word of God so much, right? I mean, this is everything. Because once we fold on God's word... Sinning deliberately, that's opening the door. And you know what that ends to, right? 
So again, um, very important that we stay humble in this word. Um, anyways, verse 28, verse 28, if someone could read that. Anyone who has set aside the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three witnesses. All right. Setting aside the law of Moses. Um, you know, the word of God, the commandments, right? This is, um, what does the devil say with the commandments to you? What does the devil say about the commandments to you? What does he say? Oh, that's a long time ago. That's Old Testament. We don't have to worry about that. He didn't really mean this or that or the other thing. It was, it's the translation of a bunch of old men. Or it could wait for another day. Just wait for another day and you enjoy your life because your life is important and your well-being is important. So don't worry about the word of God, right? If we set aside the law, this is what's happening, right? Without mercy, uh, the law of Moses dies without mercy on the evidence of two or three, two or three witnesses. Now, this two or three witnesses goes back to uh, the book of Deuteronomy. And when people were worshiping pagan gods and there were witnesses to that, two or three, uh, what happens? They were put to death. Yeah. So in the same way, when we forsake the law of Moses, we are inevitably going to worship pagan things, pagan gods, pagan idols. Well, idols are pagan, so that's redundant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've never. Anyways. Um, in our culture, that uh, pagan god becomes ourself, hedonism. Of course. I gotta be me. Of course. I gotta do what's right for me. That's right. That's right. And it, we violate the first commandment, thou shalt have no gods before me. And, and, yeah. and how subtle it is. Yeah, yeah, and how subtle it is too, you guys. I, I guarantee you and I both at times are, are so unaware uh, <laughs> of what is really going on. That's why we always are on guard uh, by his very word. You know, the, the thing is, that the, the comments which I've seen as a pastor, I don't know, I'm still young, well, kind of. I did get a haircut, so I did get the five-minute lecture of, oh, it's so easy to cut up top. I'm like, all right, great. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> it's like, where did it all go? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Genetics? Anyways, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's the mom side of your... The moms of the previous generation, or the, the mom side? Mom's dad, I guess? Oh, he... W- oh, he- oh, no. <laughs> That's right, just wait, I know... Oh, no, I remember. Yes. All right, so um, I will water it well. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, what were we saying? I forgot. Um, Witnesses that what we've seen. Yeah, oh, is, is the justification of, of sitting deliberately and just resting on the laurels of our own goodness. D- does that make sense? It's, it's so real in our life today. Oh, well, they're a good person. They've done good in their life. And I don't doubt they didn't, haven't done good and charitable things. But when it comes to faith, uh, the Christian life is of repentance and forgiveness. It, it is a life or the call. Um, a little Aaron. Very good, young man. You are enduring. I like that. Uh, but, but here we see uh, the true picture of... of um, uh, of how setting aside the law of God, the word of God, that's what's at stake. So when you see something in our news, religious news, I know I always keep up on that because well, that's what I do. Um, 
when I see things that where people are forsaking the word of God, it's not, it's very tragic. It's not just, oh, what's the big deal? No, this is, there's a lot on the line here. Does that mean, do you, do you know the implications of that? This, this is not just no big deal, but when we set aside the law, set aside the law of God, here we see what is at hand. So anyways, um, okay, verse 29, if someone could read that. Verse 29. One more. How much more severely do we think a man deserves to be punished who has trampled the Son of God underfoot, who has treated as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant and 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 sanctified him, and who has insulted the spirit of grace? So Jesus comes uh, to die for the sins of the world, who brings the new covenant, right? The fulfillment. And, and here the writer is saying what? How much worse punishment do you think? So the Lord has come, he died for the sins of the world, and there he gives the gift, and there people are doing what? They're spurning, right? What does spurning mean? Literally, the better translation would be trampling underfoot the Son of God, right? So this is what happens when we set aside God and his word. I mean, I don't think we see it that way a lot of times. Like we're actually trampling on, spurning God and his promises. But that's what's really happening, right? Um, And here we see the writer saying, uh, will be deserved by the one who has spurned, trampled underfoot the son of God and who has profaned the blood of the covenant. That is who um, has disrespected or dishonored or just lives contrary Right? Rejection, right? Uh, uh, to the blood of the covenant by which he was sanctified. So the measure to which our Lord took, there he died and, and he shed his blood and he covers uh, by his promises for the forgiveness of our sins. Um, but yet there are those who reject that. This is what is profaning uh, the name of the Lord our God. Um, and, and there many would turn, right? Um, great. Uh, dangers that are at hand here given by our writers. Now, what, what continues to enliven, us, enliven and enlighten us? The very word of God, right? That's why what we do at church and what we do at Bible study and as we fellowship together, this is not just something that we do. This is where the Holy Spirit is working, right? Everything we do is, is for this gospel. And that's why we get together to hear this life-saving message. You very well know when you stop hearing God's word, you know where your mind trails. I do, right? And that's every day. I need to hear his word, read his word, study his word every single day because I very well know what's at stake here. But yet at the same time, right, we have the victory in Christ and what he has done for us um, as we repent and confess. And there our Lord is faithful and just and will forgive us of all unrighteousness. So clearly the picture here as we see it um, the, the rider is really laying out the dangers. If you don't know the dangers that are truly at hand, what do you do? If there isn't the sign on the, t- on the floor when you're going to the mall that says what... I know malls are kind of extinct now, but if there was a mall that was there, uh, what, when there's a slippery floor, what do they put up? Yeah, right? And the guy's going this, stick figure, doing this, right? And you do what? You, you kind of do one of these, right? Or I do. <laughs> but you kind of tippy-toe through because you know what's at hand. Now, when we see the law written on our hearts, uh, it's not that we're tippy-toeing, but we're actually being sober-minded and watchful 
of what is really, it's not about the call to being perfect. Now we strive to do what is good, but we cannot merit our way to God. But yet at the same time, here it's sitting deliberately or the life of repentance. What is it? And this is where that life of repentance, um, in the midst of all things, we turn. We pray, help us, O oh dear Lord, to turn from our sin. Uh, grant us comfort, knowing full well that by the blood of Christ we are forgiven. And there uh, we have your peace. Right? That's very different than just saying, oh, what's, what's the big sign with this danger? I'm just going to live as I please. And though we don't know that we're slipping and falling, we actually are. And this is where the word of God really takes hold of us. And they're saying, yes, um, here is Christ. So um, I know it's already 1135 here, and I know apologies for the short service. I guarantee two weeks from now we will talk about this longer, but why don't we stop there this day? Uh, and thank you for staying after, by the way. I know, I know you probably thought, oh, we're going to start late. Let's just go. But I, thank you for staying. I appreciate it. Uh, good day. Everything. Awesome. I'm definitely tickled pink. Is that what that? <laughs> I heard that once. Um, anyway, <laughs> I just like saying it. Um, anyways, uh, why don't we pray? Why don't we pray? Dearly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. Lord, we know that through all danger, Lord, you give us Christ. Lord, we know that we fall short, but Lord, you give us Christ. Bless us, the Lord, in this life of faith as we live according to your word, as we are comforted by your word. And as we live in the triumph of your name, Lord, for all these things, we are thankful. Bless us this week. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this Bible study presentation from Faith Lutheran Church in Moore Park, California. For more information, visit us on the web at faithmoorpark.com.